Man, I'm starving. How can you be hungry after what you ate at that Mets game? Because ballpark food doesn't count as real food. Right. It's just an activity. It's like that paddle with the ball and the rubber band. You know, my friend, Bob Secomano, made a fortune off of them. Yeah, he, he came up with the idea for the rubber band. Before that, people would hit the ball and it would just fly away. Oh, I can't believe you made me leave before the end of the game. Oh, come on. It was nine to nothing. We were getting shellacked. These nachos are killing me. I thought you were hungry. It's complicated. November 2nd, 2014. Welcome to the 50th episode of TWIP, folks. And this is very, very special for one reason. The window's open and because it's hot in here and nope. there's cars driving by? Nope. The fan is on because it's hot in here and there's nope. cars driving by? Nope. Because it's the 50th episode? Because you're flying without a post-it. Oh, it's true. It's true. He was like, 50 episodes. You know what? I got this. And he just threw it to the floor and walked away. It was amazing. I did none of those things. I've never seen such a display. I forgot it <laughs> in the other room and was too I lazy. Mean, the gall, the audacity. just To go get it. You know what? Screw you, Post-it. <laughs> I don't need you. Listen, it may and be your the ilk. <laughs> 50th twip, but... <laughs> There's not that much to talk about it. I, it was two things, main things, and I remembered them. Well, so. trust me, we talked about an awful lot more in the interview, which is upcoming. We did. We happened to be this. We're all blah blah blah. Episodes, Jordan, blah, blah, blah. Interview guests. Jordan. So <laughs> you'll be hearing a whole lot of us. You, this is like the most us that you will hear. Nonstop for it's, over an hour. Can't you take it? That's right. We're all together, hugging you. Ah. Hey, now. Even if you want to get away, it's not going to happen. That's invading personal space. That's exactly I didn't go it. There. That's what we're doing. We're invading your space. All now right. come here and give us a kiss. Okay. <laughs> so item one. All in the memory, folks. There's no post-it, no reading. Uh, the website still hasn't switched over to the new one. I know. You know. I know. We all know. It's sad. I'm sorry. We're sorry. We're Listen, just, here's the thing. Okay. It's done. It's totally done. I just can't make it live as the new active site uh, without the help of our lovely web developer, Helen Kelly. And she's on vacation. I don't want to bug her. So if I but got when it. she's back. I got it done. She's going to flip the giant switch. I yeah. Mean, she's going to like push it. It's going to be like huge. I don't even know what that is, but okay. And then the site goes live. Yep, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pull that recording of this out of this episode. I'm going to make it an autoplay audio file when you go to the website. I think you shouldn't. No. <laughs> I would never. I hate that autoplay crap. Oh, oh man. Anyway. Anyway. No, definitely autoplay something soothing. It's done. All the episodes that we're holding things up because there were so many episodes to transfer over. They're all there. Everything's set. It's ready to go. Almost. Gotta flip the switch, and it will be soon. For real this time. For real. For totally for totally real. Totally real. <laughs> okay. Next. Next bit of news. Yep. From memory. <laughs> There's going to be a directing change on seminar. Oh, yes. Mr. Paul Brueggemann, longtime director of the show. Paul Brueggemann he's, is a lovely human being. He really is. And he's stepping down because he's going to go on a jaunt down under to Australia. Good day, mate. Put a shrimp on the barbie. Yep, so he's going to be super busy. Aye, aye, that's with, not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, so... I would like to apologize to the Paul, people of Australia. I hope you hug a lot of Australians. I'm very sorry if I've offended you. So he doesn't have time to direct while he's hugging Australians. Right, so Paul will be in Australia. <laughs> And while he is there, former seminar director Vincent Morrison will be coming back. Yep. So, Paul, thank you so much for all your time and work you put on the show. Dude, you are so awesome. We love we you. We miss you. And you are always welcome back when your time is freer. We would love to have you back. Oh, yes. And Vincent, welcome back. It is good to have you back directing this again. Awesome. exciting. Yay. And that's the news. That, that's the news. Well, that's all the news. That's fit the news. I, I guess so. I think I've said that many times before. I don't know 
It's not original anymore. Well, no. I need something new. Yes. I don't got nothing new. No. Except its voice, which is kind of dumb. Yes. All right. Yes. So, I guess we're going on to the interview. Which is also us. So you can hear even more of us. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. From the Pendant Home Office, we have Jeffrey and Susan Bridges. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Here we are. How's it going? All right. Awesome. Woo. Twit 50. Crazy time. We made it. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're done now, so this is the last one. Surprise. <laughs> no more. We're going to start with zero. Zero <laughs> issue. We're going to start over again. Yep. We're going to yeah. count down for the next ones, right? Back. Yeah, negatives. Yeah. <laughs> how are you guys doing? Great. Very busy. Yeah, you know how it goes. Stuff, things. Well, things and stuff. Things yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Very popular this time of year. Mm, mm. Coming up to the holidays, got to get the things and stuff before the other. Oh, things the holiday and stuff. things and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So. Um, this is going to air this coming Sunday, so happy Halloween to folks, because sure. you have just hit that. Yes, happy Halloween two days ago. Yes. Hope you had a fun time. Yep. Raked in lots of candy and all. So, um, as you well know, uh, Pendulums have been submitting questions, and I have what? some. I know, right? Crazy. <laughs> People have questions? I'm pretty sure I have no idea how this works. <laughs> And you guys, I'm sure, will have plenty of answers. Otherwise, this gets very short and one-sided. Okay. Let's start from the top. A fine place to begin. Yes, the beginning. I'm not going to say it. Um, what pushed you guys to pull the trigger on creating your first audio dramas? We couldn't afford to do anything else. <laughs> like, you know, you can't, like, even short films... And independent movies and things like that. They cost a lot of money. Well, see, they don't now. But ten, ten years ago, they sure right. as heck did. Well, even yeah. now, they, they still... They're, now they're, they've come down a lot in price, but they're still... Dude, there's uh, people making movies on iPhones. Well, which, by true. the way, I want to make an iPhone movie so that's true. bad. Ten years ago, yeah, you, there was not this ubiquitous HD video cameras right. everywhere. And so everything, like, costs a lot to do. And uh, But audio drama didn't, you know? Right, so, we were mm-hmm. like, we could do this for free! It's like, great! That's perfect for our budget. <laughs> right. So, And, you know, but um, I think part of it, too, was just having, like, a creative outlet. You were home with uh, our kid. Yes. And didn't have, you know, a creative thing to do. Well, we were always writing, even outside of Pendant. But, yeah, we thought it would be cool to have something that we could, you know, complete and put together as a complete production and share with the world and all of that. So that was... um. The main impetus behind it, wanting yeah, to be it, able to put something out to share with people. and Right, it was basically just a little hobby. Yeah. Something fun to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was kind of it. And you really, yeah. something fun to do that takes up a whole lot of my time. Well, right, <laughs> and it didn't take him too long to be like, you're going to write and do stuff too, and I'm like, what? Yep, yep. Okay. I did that to a lot of people, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really did, and you know. Yep. For like ten years, you've been training all these people. Yeah. At, because he's insane. Yeah. I don't. I'm like, you're nuts. You're not. That's gonna the thing, though. Teach too. Now, to all this. I, you know, I hold these these director classes and stuff, and everything that I had to learn about how to put these together and how to make them, I had to learn by trial and error, just doing myself. And now we literally now, had no one. You can go to YouTube, yeah. and there's tutorials for every program on how to do everything. But ten right. years ago, there was none of that. No. So it was like I got this program, and I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I think. The first, like, 15-minute episode I made took me over 40 hours. And I was like, there's something wrong with you. There has to be a better way to do this. That's no right. That doesn't include (laughs) writing time or any of the actors. That was just the mixing and putting it together. Because he was just doing it some weirdo way that he came up with. Well, I was using uh, (laughs) this program called Cool Edit 2000. Was it? Yes, which was fine for recording. It, 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 like, got absorbed into Adobe Audition. They, Uh. They bought it and then expanded upon it. But it only had one track. So everything you did was in one track, and so uh, I don't. A lot of people, if you don't mix, you might not know what that means. But like, 
if you bring a sound in to uh, a program, like like when I'm mixing an episode, we worked on Henderson and Havner or whatever. Yeah. Um, I you I'd put all of say um, Bobby Havner's lines on one track and all of uh, Henderson's lines on the next track, and then a track for sound effects, or two or three tracks for sound effects, and a track for music, and you could slide things around within the track without affecting the other sounds. It's like layering in uh, Photoshop. Yes, exactly. Uh, except that Cool Edit 2000 did not possess this feature. No. <laughs> uh, and so everything was just, it was like one layer. And so what you had to do was go, I think this line will fit here at 2 minutes and 15 seconds. And you paste it in, and then you listen to it, and you're like, oh, no, i got to move that half a second earlier. And you undo, and you move the cursor half a second earlier, and you paste it back in, and you try again. And you had to do that for every line, every bit of music, every sound effect, and it was maddening. Well, yeah, yeah. Maddening. that's when I said, you're, you're just insane. This is wrong. Stop this. Yes. <laughs> and that's when we found that, oh, hey, there's this, uh, you know, um, there Adobe bought it. And this, uh, they, yeah. they turned it into audition, and it has a multi-track feature. <laughs> Cut and my his time entire and life changed. It did. It was amazing. <laughs> I don't know if Pendant could have uh, grown the way it did if we hadn't discovered that, because you the mean, workload... You mean if I hadn't said, okay. you're a dumb-dumb yes. head, right. and this can't <laughs> okay. be how people do it? And if we hadn't discovered that, we might have given up <laughs> early on, because it was uh, getting... It was, like, prohibitive amounts of work. Mm. So, um, so you're welcome. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think we answered that. Thank you for There's your end. fun of Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. I do that for free, honey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years. Ten years. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. We, uh, a couple twips ago, had the ten-year uh, anniversary short. That yes. Was, that was fun. You got to be, play, like, host through that. that was... Yeah, that was, like, really hard to keep secret. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job. I had no idea until they turned it in. Awesome. <laughs> and it was lovely. Well, it was. I'm glad, and I know everybody else involved is glad that uh, you guys enjoyed it. Because it was... In part, a thank you to you guys for 10 years, and in part to everybody else who's ever listened to Pendant for, for 10 years of listening. So. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's not just us either. I mean, we couldn't have done this without all of our amazing writers and directors and artists and actors and editors. And so it's, it's, a, it's a big group effort around here. So yeah. congratulations to all of us. Yes. So what do you think... Um, What do you attribute most to Pendant's endurance over the last 10 years? Uh, Stubbornness. (laughs) (laughs) You know, actually, I think that's part of it, because when we started, I wanted to uh, have a set fixed release schedule. Because there were, uh, back when we started, there were only like two other groups making audio drama, like in the entire world, as far as I was aware. Mm-hmm. And they were not very good at putting out their episodes. I'm not speaking to the quality of their episodes, but they weren't good at releasing them. Nobody ever like knew when they were coming schedule? out. People would get really <clears throat> frustrated. They're like, well, there's never going to be any more of these. I don't know if I'm even going to bother listening. And I was like, as an audience member, that's very frustrating. Like, if you think about a TV show, you always know, oh, it's going to be on this day, this time. And occasionally, you know, they preempt it or they, they move it they're off for a week or whatever. But generally, you know when the show is going to be on, so you can find it to watch it. And I figured... The least that you can do is have enough respect for your audience to tell them, this is when and where you will find our product. And if you enjoy it, please come back and see it again at the same time next month. And I think, and I've heard over the years from many people that uh, there's not a lot of companies that do that or that can stick to it once they even try to set a schedule, the ones that do. And it's and true so today. I, yeah, I think that's uh, a big part of it. It kind of is, yeah. We're very consistent. Uh, we're very, we have done some crazy herculean things to make sure that our shows hit those deadlines Mm -hmm. and uh you know when there's like an emergency and uh i remember um there was a time when uh vegas was going to uh, possibly miss an episode or two because of uh, an emergency we pulled together every director in pendant and each one did like one scene so we could put them all together in the span of a week and get that. that episode out on time because we didn't want to be late for the audience and so um it's really important to us and it seems to be really important to the audience, too. And I think that... Uh, and now sometimes we cheat. We'll put a show on hiatus or something, but we'll let people but know. But we say that ahead of time, and we tell you know. when it's coming back as soon as we know. And so uh, when we say there's a release date, it comes out then. And I think that's had a big thing to do with it. I mean, hopefully uh, <laughs> the quality of the shows is what uh, has helped a lot, too. But uh, we're, it, there's quality and consistency. And I like to think we have uh, a bunch of both. I could tell you as a fan because I you know I was a long time listener. Yes. Before yes, um 
doing the interviews. And um, that was that was one of the things that really stood out for me, because there are other things that I listen to. I don't know when they're coming out again. Right. And the only or even if they're ever coming out again. Yeah. And part of the reason why I still listen to them is because it really only takes up a line in iTunes as a subscription. Right, right. So if it shows up, there it'll be. <laughs> and really, as time goes on, like, I feel like over the past 10 years, attention spans have only gotten shorter. Well, <laughs> and there's more and more content out there to divert your right. attention. Right, so and... if you don't put stuff out, people are going to forget you really fast. Well, you know, that's another uh, important <clears throat> reason why we had to do that when we started. Pendant started before podcasting was around. There was no iTunes. There was None no of that. I, well, I think iTunes was around. Well, I think iTunes existed, but podcasts. When didn't. did we get on iTunes? Mm-mm. I'm not sure exactly. I can but... tell you because I was listening when the first iPods came out, and ah. I was using Juice. Okay. Well, when we when we first started, there were no um, podcasts, and so all we could do was just link to the MP3 files yeah. on our website, which is right. what we did. And so then it was. I mean, now okay, your podcast program will grab a new episode whenever it's there. Although still, if you don't know if it's coming once a month or once a, every never. Uh, that's going to cause problems for your audience. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, back then it was like the only way people could get it is if they knew it was out and they came back to your website to download the file. Right. So we had right. to stick to those deadlines and release dates so that we could make sure we got the stuff out on time. And we didn't lose all the audience that we would build up over time. But iTunes was really instrumental, I would say. Oh, yeah. It revolutionized audio I drama, mean, made it possible for it to, to live again. Yep. What a concept. <laughs> so, on a, on a somewhat related note, um, someone asked, um, submitted a question that I had in, in my notes also. Um, download stats mm-hmm. used to be mm-hmm. featured on TWIP. Are we going to get any insight into Possibly. Much... Um, the reason that we stopped is because our we don't have a packed release schedule anymore. In some months, we only have like two shows. And it's kind of hard to do download stats if you only have two shows to mention. So uh, I think last year we did a yearly stats for all of 2013. I think at the beginning of 2014 we put that in a twip. I'm not sure. I meant to. It might be there. Um, but um, I don't remember things, so, so I think you can't ask me. That will probably no. stick to just doing it on a yearly basis because uh, we don't have you know such a packed release schedule anymore that doing it monthly there wouldn't be a lot to report some months. So it's much easier to just do a, a year at a glance, I think. Yeah, I remember the packed release schedule I was getting on my pendant fix like three times a week. At, at well, some that will um, you'll be getting that again soon with uh, the start of Quick Audio in February because you get two episodes of that every single week. Awesome. So and that's in addition to every other um, pendant show. So it's going to be coming out. Uh, you'll get one episode Mondays and one episode Fridays. They're only about a minute long. Uh, that's why they can come out that often. Uh, but that's the whole point of them is to be these little tiny snappy things, you know, so... Uh, yeah, you'll be getting um, a Monday and Friday release every week. We'll still have the occasional off week on the five-week months, uh, but you'll have a quick audio every Monday and Friday, and then all of our other shows will still come out on Wednesdays, like they do now. And if you listen to the previous twip with my interview with Jack, um, there's a really good explanation of how this is, like how how a one-minute episode is actually going to make sense. Well, right, Colin envisioned it as a uh, webcomic, but just in audio form instead of... So, you know, like if you go to a a webcomic that updates once or twice a week, you might only get three panels of a comic, like a Mm -hmm. tiny newspaper strip. And that's basically what you're getting in audio form. Right. Um, You get more than, like, three lines of dialogue, but it's about a minute. And I've heard the first season... The first month. The first eight, which is very... It's it's fun. It works. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so I know you guys are doing some stuff for Twip 50 outside this discussion, but this... Well, just recording a regular our episode. normal stuff. But that's it. Nothing special. But... But? But I don't know what that content is, but this question True. came in. Okay. And I'm just going <laughs> to read this word for word. Okay. Jordan asks the hard-hitting questions on Twip. So he just wants to know, says the person who asked this, what exactly is it... You two keep teasing on Twip and then Twitter. Well, I, I couldn't If say. we could tell you, then we would. But we but can. We can so, so we won't. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, kind of that's it. No, um, when we are in a position to tell you, we yes. will absolutely let everyone know, but it is not something we can yet say anything about. No. 
We uh, have to get permission and things, and yeah. it's pretty cool though. It's super cool, yeah. So be excited. You can be excited now. That's allowed. And then just maintain it until maintain, we tell yes. you, and then you'll you'll take it up even another level farther than you thought. And it possible. goes to fever pitch. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's where we're going. So no scoop here on. Uh... Alas. We cannot. <laughs> but it would be lovely if we could. It would, but it is out of our hands. Yeah. Mm. So some of us have been talking. Um, oh. And by some of us, I mean Landon and I have been chatting back and forth um, over the last couple of weeks. We we you know we threw out theories of stuff. Um, Dixie sequel. I can tell you it is not that. No, sorry. He says make it so. Well, I would <laughs> love to at some point, but it's a time issue, of course. And we have so many things going on right now and so many projects and so many shows. And it's something that is on my radar. And I've, you know, we've, Susan and I have talked about it. I have a general, I haven't like outlined it or anything, but we have the general idea. We know the main character and some of the other stuff that's going to be in it. But yeah, we haven't been able to fully... And, you know, we did do the Deal with it. the eight-issue Dixie mini-comic. It the does Eight quite, page, it, not eight-issue. Eight, eight I was going to say, I missed <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I that, wish we had eight issues, but Anyway, no. that mini does find its way to a comic company now and then for yep. a pitch. So we're still working with that. We're still, we're still working with it. But as for a Dixie sequel series, um, I know I had mentioned back when Dixie was running, probably several times in the commentaries and stuff, that I had envisioned there being three different series that yeah, told oh this story. Yeah, oh my god, story. we all know. Uh -huh. Right. Well, that's <laughs> and we all why they're probably asking, because yeah. I had mentioned that. But at this point, um, there's just so many other things going on that we're working on right now. It's just, it's not, it's not, don't look for it anytime soon. We'd love to do it someday, but I, I don't know when, if, or when, yeah. Well, we we could say we're working on a season two for Henderson and Hafner. Well, yes, but we've mentioned that before. We've got the outline for it done, but then we finished the outline for season two of Henderson and Hafner over the summer, uh, early summer, I think, probably like June or so. But then don't say that. Then it sounds like it's not fresh. Well, so much has happened since wow. then that we haven't had time to actually start scripting it. Right, yet, so. but it's... That's, the scripts are only like eight pages, so it I doesn't even take that long. It's but on the still, radar. There's so much going on, but that is definitely going to be coming up. So yeah, we can uh, announce that sooner than later. So um, that we're not working on at the moment, but we hope to be soon. So uh, hopefully, um, 2015, we'll see season two of good old H and H. And we're also planning the next season of The King Ring. Yes, we just we started just talking. Started that. Us the writers, uh, we don't. Um, I don't even have an outline yet. I'm just at the stage where we're like, vomit your ideas upon us, and I will clean them up into a story. That's so, kind of how we do it each yeah. each year. We're like, tell us all the things you like, and then people send us see. all the things they yeah. like from from the writers, and then the writers send us. Yeah, that, ideas and then Jeffrey, like, right. rolls it all up and makes it into a hamburger that tastes delicious. Yeah, oh, that's what you. you do. Kingery is delicious. You heard Kingery it here first, folks. Kingery tasty. Very tasty. So that's going on, too. Yeah. And I just finished writing this, the uh, season finale just, like, a week or two ago. Yes. And it's off with editor Colin Kelly right now. Right. Very good. Okay. Well, I'm glad you brought up Henderson and Havner because that was also something that people had been asking about. Ah. I'm flattered. I'm glad people want more. Yay! That it was fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> those two. It was, those two you know, are just, they belong together. They do. I just love those kids. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get, let, let's wax a little philosophical here. Mm. Philosophy? Mm -hmm. I'm very good at that class. Okay. Plato, Socrates, morons. That's right. <laughs> Your life is a queen song. What would the title be? Fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. what are you saying about me? Nothing. You just make excuse my rock and world go round. Excuse me. Um, excuse me. I don't know. I, I don't know. Pressure. Under pressure. <laughs> I want it all. I want it all. That's good. That's probably yeah, the that's one I go with. Yeah. We're really, really ambitious and stupid. <laughs> yes, if we're so ambitious, it's detrimental to our own well-being. Pretty much, yeah. I, like, ask people all the time, like, when I meet them, I'm like, so what do you want to do? Like, take over the world? And they're like, no. And I'm like, why not? Because that's what I want to do. I See, don't that's have why friends, basically. This, this ties, actually, weirdly <laughs> ties in with why we haven't gotten to the uh, 
uh, a Dixie sequel yet is because there are so many other things that we're also working on because we want to do them as well, and we're working in ten different directions at once, so. Yeah, we're um, kind of workaholic types. Yeah, I mean, and just this year... We're we, actually workaholic. We uh, finished revising a screenplay, and then we started writing another one. This year we one. did a screenplay and a pilot. And then we finished... Oh, it was the pilot we finished revising at the beginning of the year. We yeah. wrote both of those things. A TV things. pilot, we got that finalized, and then we started and wrote and revised the screenplay that we just finished up revisions on today. Um, the yes. latest round of revisions. Which is like the 18th round of revisions. No, this is only draft six. Fine. Well, yeah, but there were many... Never mind. Yeah. Anyway, okay. um, so yeah, see, we've, we just we have a million things at once. It's a, it, There's a million things. You know, on uh, announcing the end of Buffy, Josh Whedon, Joss Whedon said, I have all these ideas, it's simply just a matter of time. Mm. And look what it did for him. So you're in good company. <laughs> That's Yay! right. <laughs> You'll be seeing us directing Avengers 3. Just watch. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's where we'll go next. No, I don't want to direct. No, you can't make me. <laughs> I don't want to direct either. <laughs> we say that now. We'll see. I want to be, um, what's his name? What? What's that man I want to be? <laughs> I don't know what man you want to be. <laughs> ah, you know, the one with the curly hair. <laughs> You talking about J.J. Abrams? Yes. He's a director. Yeah, I know, but he's a writer. I want yeah. to be J.J. Abrams without the directing. As, okay. All the other stuff he does. You want his writing is career. perfect. I see. Yeah, the writing of okay. you know screenplays and TV. And gotcha. I want that. Actually, mm -hmm. he started as a cameraman because I remember an interview with Greg Grunberg from okay. Heroes. Yeah. They knew each other as kids. They were friends. Yeah, been friends a long time. Mm -hmm. and he was an actor, too, J.J. Greg Grunberg was on Alias, too. Yeah. Yep. And yep. he was talking about when J.J. was a kid, he would run around with a camera, a video camera, videoing everything all the time. Super 8. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those rich kids with Super 8. Aw. <laughs> they grew up to be super successful. Right. Good for them. So, um, what was your guys's? First job. First job? First job. Oh, my God. Like, like job job? Where I, I make think, money? I think my first job was a, as a waiter. Was that? No. Before that, I worked at a Toys R Us for, like, a Christmas holiday help one year. I don't think that... Was that my first one? Crap. I don't even know. I can't remember now. I delivered newspapers, and then I started a column in my newspaper, in my town's newspaper as a high school student because there was like a high school student doing a column and i was like i can do better than that so i went in there and i told them i could do better and they let me write a column and that folks <laughs> is susan in a nutshell <laughs> he's always said, been the same <laughs> and so i'm actually lois lane yep that's why i, love I know you. i majored in journalism <laughs> too and then journalism threw me out so screw journalism okay okay so there you have it Yep. So when you're listening to podcasts, audio dramas, etc., that are not pendant. <laughs> yes. What's a must listen for you guys? It's funny, like you think we have time. I listen to stuff, <laughs> but because I listen to it like at the gym, because my work has a gym. Mm -hmm. So I definitely listen to the Katniss Chronicles. Yes, I would recommend the Katniss Chronicles or anything so put out by the good, good folks at Fanboy Comics. Their Fanboy Scoop. Is very entertaining. I've also been a guest on that show several times. and uh, But beyond that, honestly, I mean, there are some other good stuff out there that I've, I've heard bits of that I liked, but there's nothing that I listen to No one wants regularly. to hear your nothing. Okay, well, listen, I listen to is, Night Vale, and I listen to, I have to Star Talk Radio. I have, I have so much to listen to with Pendant yes, that I, I don't have that. time to listen to not Pendant. I'm not, I don't want your excuses, basically. <laughs> Um, and I did listen to some of The Mask of Inanna, which I thought had amazing production values. So that's my list, I guess, for now. But I'm okay. trying to catch up on Seminar. And sometimes I listen to Twip, but occasionally when I do that, I laugh so hard I can't lift weights. That's right. She laughs <laughs> at us. Laughing so at herself. I'm, like, sitting there laughing my butt off. <laughs> that's not an egotistical. Not anything. even a little. No. No. It's funny. <laughs> I listened to, I re-listened to the interviews when 
quip errors, and mm-hmm. I find myself laughing at the same points that I laughed at while I was doing the interview. <laughs> well, at least you're consistent, <laughs> right? No <laughs> funny. Um, okay, so let's let's gear this. Oh, and script notes. Okay. Script notes. We're moving on now. By you can John stop August talking. and Craig Mazin stop about talking. screenwriting. Great podcast. Stop, stop talking. He's moving on. You interrupted I know, the I'm helping. I can oh. pull it back. It's okay. <laughs> okay, now we're good. Oh. <laughs> All right, so let's... Forward. Forward. Um, let's see. Which pendant characters, not necessarily ones that you have played, but which characters do you most relate to? Um, I don't know. I like Tithia. Yeah? I'm going to say Tithia, because, man, that girl gets a raw deal, and she just <laughs> keeps on trucking. So what are you saying about your life? You're saying your life is as rough as Tithia's? No, I'm saying I have sad moments, okay? <laughs> if we're you talking keep on about feelings. Well, look yes. who you're married to. Of course you do. With this guy uh... here. <laughs> I think Tithia is lovely. She is? I don't know. I don't know that I particularly relate very closely with any one character. Who's I don't a know. character that you hold all snugly in your heart? Well, Dixie. Well, okay. Dixie. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, but I mean... I She's mean, all brash and tough and punching people in the face. I think... I don't know that I relate to her as much as I think that I put a lot of myself into her. And she's all, she has That's a lot good. of She has a lot of qualities also that I wish that I had. That is sweet. So... Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. Okay. Okay. People out there psychoanalyzing us now. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. How about favorite characters in general? Well, hmm. And you can't say Dixie, because you said that before. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said so. You can't. Uh, I really love... Uh, Tommy in Kingery. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a writer, I love writing for him. I love writing for most of the cast over there. Well, I shouldn't say most. All of them. There's none of them I don't like. I've, I've recently, this season, grown very fond of writing for K-Lock. I find him yeah. a whole lot of fun, and I'm glad that he's got more lines this season. I'm in love with Zeph. Zeph is great. Zeph <laughs> is brilliant. Actually, there's some really great Zeph stuff coming up later oh this season. Oh, my God. Yet, so stay tuned, people, because Brian Reed is going to Kill it, and there's Dude, some really good stuff. For I his am character. so madly in love with him now. I, know, I right? can't even tell you. He's so good, um, including the script that I wrote, which of course I'll oh, write. Well, but it's just he's so good. Zeph has become amazing. Yay! I'm gonna say Zeph's my favorite right now. Oh, okay, okay. But I guess I'm a little fresh off my Kingery script and all that. You know. Mm. So, in a show that you guys didn't have anything to do with, yeah. Or well, let, we have something to do with every show. Right, right, right. The executive <laughs> produced them, so there's no pendant shows Sorry. we're not involved with. Let me rephrase: mm. um, that you weren't writing for, yeah, yeah. directing. So you might have acted in it, but you weren't writing specifically for it. Yeah. What uh, character would you like to write for? Uh, I would have loved to write for any of the Vegas cast. Mm-hmm. Any other characters in there? I, I like the the world that they had set up and the way they had set up the characters and the stuff they did with them. And I think it would have been really fun to play in that sandbox a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's probably the one that I would go to. I, I just think about Seminar all the time because I edit it. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to do more Seminar scripts. <laughs> but that's not what he asked you. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Pop right. it out is what I'm saying. Fine! I don't have one. I'm sorry. Okay. You caught me, okay? <laughs> Damn it. All right. Favorite show? Nope. Can't do that. Nope. They're all our favorites. That's all right. Children. Every and... single one of them, including yeah. the ones you haven't even heard yet or don't even know are on the way. That's right. And I'm just going to send a message out to the person who sent this in. You know who you are, and I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who knows us should have known. There's no way. You, you can't, can't do no. that. Mm-mm. No. They're Love all our precious them children. all. And they're, they're all so different and unique. They're all special snowflakes. They're all our favorites, and they can't tell the others. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have an idea for a show. But you do? Well, 
<laughs> Maybe. I have an idea for a show, but I'm not a writer and I'm not audio technical and, and all that. But I have an idea that I think is a good idea. Uh-huh. What do I do? Find a writer. Find a writer. Mm-hmm. Find, yeah, it's easier said than done. No, it's more forget it. <laughs> well, no. no, no. If you find somebody that you can partner with on it. See, here's the thing. You're not going to find somebody who's going to want to do your idea because mm-hmm. everybody has their own ideas. Then that's the stuff that they well, want to work let's on. Let's just back up. Well, no, well, what I'm saying is what would work best is if you find somebody who's writing that you really like or respect and you think you might be able to work well with them, tell them what your idea is. Mm-hmm. Ask them for their feedback. Maybe try to develop something together. And if it's a joint project, then they're much more invested in it and will be more willing to work on it. Of course, you have to worry about rights issues with things like that because then you're each technically, how much does each of you own? I mean, if they're doing all the writing and you're just contributing some ideas, do they get like 75% and you own 25% of the idea? Or, you know, you have to work all that out. But um, if you have an idea that you would like to try to get, you know, uh, pitched and produced or something, uh, that would be my suggestion is to find... Nope. <laughs> a writer that you like and nope. see if they're interested. And I'm going to be the no peer. Could develop it with them. Here's what I'm going to say. Take okay? it away. We don't need any ideas. But we do need directors. Well, and we happen to have a director class coming up. So if you're like, I have an idea and I'm willing to direct it, now maybe there might be something. Well... See what I'm saying here? Well, I, I don't think he was speaking no extemporaneously. Shortage. I we think don't... he was saying he has an actual idea. Were you speaking extemporaneously? A little bit. Okay. okay well, if it's a general you, a person who's out yes. in the world who wants to do something like that, then Susan is absolutely right, and I would say Here's what no. we don't need, ideas. Because ideas are literally, what they're like a dime a dozen. We've got pockets of ideas. We've got mountains of ideas. So many ideas we could never possibly do them all. We don't need more ideas. And then if we even have a writer who's willing to write scripts, the hardest part is finding the director. Yes, always. Although we, I have a director class go, going challenge. on now, and I've got a good uh, turnout and good participation. No, I mean, we're still in the early stages of it, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully we'll get some good directors out of that. But, yeah, if the, you're, like Susan said, your best shot is if you're not a writer but you have a good idea, and you can find a writer to partner and co-create with, and you're willing to direct it, this then this we can puts talk. puts you right to the top of the pile. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> that's another thing, too, so we, is, like, a writer wants to write on, is much more invested in something mm-hmm. that they created that's their idea. Yeah. And a director's going to be the same way. It's really hard to, to get people to say, well, do you want to go direct this show that these other people created, and you really don't have anything to do with? And, uh, you know, that's happened many times. I mean, Dave is not a creator of the kingery and he's directing it and doing a great job and Anna's Super directing tabula rasa and yeah. she's not a creator on that show so it does happen especially when people but again like dave knew the kingery and right. he liked the show so he wanted to work on it and anna knows jack and she knew him ahead of time and had seen the scripts as he was you know working on them and said this is a cool show i want to work on mm-hmm. so it, you have to you know you have to find if you can't do it all yourself, you've got to find other good creative people to partner with and co-create something together. Okay, so that's speaking about like creating a show. What right. if I had an idea for a story like that might fit into seminar? Then you should write try it. to write it yourself. <laughs> There's a plenty of information on the website about how to do that, what programs to use, how to and format it. And a sample it, script. And, and a sample script to look at. And you have a friendly editor here. Hello. And the worst thing that can happen is that it gets sent back with great comments from Susan on how you can make it better, which is what no, she does to every I, writer. Sometimes I do reject stuff. Like, this isn't going to work. But that is very, very rare. And that usually only is happens. It? Yeah, you don't reject stuff outright <laughs> hardly ever. Unless something's gone through like 10 different revisions well, and it's just still not working. I have rejected stuff outright for being way too similar to something we put in production Well, that's recently, true. But for quality or... reasons, that it rarely happens. It just Once in a while, the script just isn't working right and it doesn't get there. But that, yeah. that we can probably count on one hand the time that's happened in seminars' entire history. But if you so, go to the seminar page, yeah, all the yep. guidelines are there. And, and samples you can email and the script how to account, do it, and, and that means you're emailing me, yep. and I'll talk Susan's to you. Susan's the shorts editor, and she's a great editor, and she give you all kinds of help and good information, and help yeah. you massage it into something awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, good information, because yep. I'm sure there are people that are out there that are thinking, huh? They keep saying, we want more shorts, we want more uh, seminar scripts. We oh do, yeah, we do. always. That's great. So hopefully this opens the door for some people. 
Um, if Pendant ever moves into book publishing, I mean, obviously there's the Dixie comic that would have to get expanded. But uh, what are the chances of a Pendant cookbook? And will the feature ingredient be irradiated soy flour? None of this is ever happening. <laughs> There's your answer. Yeah, no. We will never be book publishers of any kind. We, we haven't gone that route. We do know independent publishers. We may publish things with them in the future, but we would not start our own. Even we are not going to get into the publishing We have business. considered it. Okay, I have considered it. No. But I don't think, yeah, it's just not... We, we have, have enough to do. Again, yeah. we have so many things we're already working on. Becoming book publishers is not on our no. list of things. It to would get be done. nice, though, because we're super organized and good at stuff. Yeah, just because we'd be good at it doesn't mean we should do it. I know. Yeah. But right now we're working with, you know, several other possibilities at many other companies who are way more equipped to do that kind of thing than we are. So hopefully something will come of that mm. at some point. Well, it would be nice to see the irradiated soy flour cake um, <laughs> recipe in print somewhere. Well, there is, I suppose, you would need a substitution for the irradiated soy flour. Well, yeah, where are you going to get irradiated? People aren't going to irradiate their own soy flour, so I'm not sure a recipe is <laughs> going to help you. Maybe we should put instructions on irradiating your own flour. <laughs> yes, let's tell people how to irradiate things. That won't yeah. get us in any trouble. <laughs> well, we all have microwaves. It shouldn't be that hard. Right? <laughs> it could happen. And or plutonium. So, you know, microwave slash plutonium. Well, this is the future. You can't walk down and buy it at any corner store. Yes. Any, any corner pharmacy. I'm just going to hop on my hoverboard. There you go. <laughs> well, that's have hoverboards next year. I applaud you. I know. I saw that. That's fantastic. Next year, I want my yeah. hoverboard. So, uh, Phantom Canyon. Yes. Oh, my God. That show is awesome. Thanks. <laughs> We're pretty proud of it. it. It was pretty great. I remember listening to it and just, like, melting over the chair. Like, this sounds so good. <laughs> no, no. Float your own boat a little more. I didn't direct it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I was just melting over the chair. I'm okay. just saying. Sure. I was laying there like, oh, man, this is great. Okay. <laughs> so, have we done enough to make way for more prestige content? Possibly. Okay. That may be all I can tell you at the moment. Okay. Are you... We don't know how we feel about Audible, though. Well, that's neither here nor there. It's been kind of... No, it kind of is, though. No, it's not. It's it's a strange thing where the Audible community is so focused on audiobooks that they are less interested in full cast than we had figured they were. Hmm. That's true. If you look at... It's very interesting. If you look at the reviews for Phantom Canyon on Audible and compare them to Amazon and iTunes and Goodreads, uh, it's We have more stark. negative reviews from the Audible. The Audible people are like, this isn't an audiobook. Rawr! And then you get to iTunes and Amazon, and people are like, this is pretty cool. Yeah! And then you get to Goodreads, and people are like, this is so awesome! So it's very, it's it sort of... It, yeah. yeah. I mean, we have over... every On every site, we have four stars or higher. So we're not like we have really bad reviews. But right. like on, on Audible, I think our average is 4.1. But then you get to Amazon, and it's like 4.4 or 4.5, and then you get up to Right, but Goodreads we definitely have like people from Audible who dinged us specifically for not being a book. Yeah. They're like, this was actually like, a pretty good story, okay. but it's not for me because I don't like, you know, audio dramas. I like audio books. So they gave it like three out of five. And I'm like, well, what is that? <laughs> well, I know. And we kind of, we, we've tried to get it like recategorized into the audio drama category because it wasn't like showing up in the right places. And so it's, it's been kind of a weird thing to try Audible, to Audible, in a way, it's kind of like iTunes in that it does great stuff and you love it, but it also is very frustrating in a lot of different ways. So... Uh, but that, again, is not, neither here nor there with his answer, which was, yeah, maybe, and we can't quite tell you everything about that right now. Right. Okay. But, yeah, it's a totally different market, and we're trying to figure it out kind of thing. Okay. Are you okay. working with uh, Jeffrey Thorne still? Uh, we meet with him often uh, because we are friends, and we talk shop and stuff, and we are planning to do something, but we haven't narrowed that down yet because a lot of other stuff has been cropping up for both him and us. Uh, as you know, he is a, a uh, television writer. He works on The Librarians coming to TBS this fall. Yep. So make sure you check that out. Or is it TNT? It's TNT, not TBS. TNT. I get the two Turner yeah. broadcasts confused. Okay. TBS is the comedies. Okay, so it's on TNT. Comes out, it starts in December. Uh, anyway, you should watch that show. It'll be good. But 
Um, so he's been busy with all of that stuff, and we've been busy with a lot of other stuff that we're working on, some of which we can't tell you. And so uh, we have, like, ten different ideas. Every time we meet and have lunch, like, all these new ideas come out that aren't the same ones we talked about before. And we haven't narrowed anything down yet because we haven't had the time. So uh, I would say expect to see something else from him and or him with us or something like that uh, with Pendant in the future. But right now I couldn't tell you what or when because there's so many other things yeah. going on at the moment. Okay. But he definitely wants to do more. He's he's always talking about what what are we every do next? single Let's time to we see this out him. Yeah, yeah. He says we have to do something else. Yeah, and I totally agree. But we haven't settled on it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So something I wanted to ask you about seminar before, um, when Jeffrey, when you and Cat first mm-hmm. created seminar, yes. Did you think? Did you env- did you guys envision where? the rapper scripts have gone or any anything to where we are now or no no not at all we just had a a vague general concept when we originally started and cat was writing the rappers uh, as far as i know we didn't even plan out where they were going or even like on a season by season basis we just sort of did it by an episode by episode basis Mm -hmm. um never really knowing that it would take on this life of its own as it went Uh, we'd always wanted it to be more than just you know a plain introduction but uh, no, it, uh, all the different writers that have been on the show have taken it, you know, each in their own direction and put their own flavors and twists on it. And so it's, uh, sort of evolved as it's gone. And I think that's really cool. 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 Um, any news on Vegas? Alas, no. No? I have no news to report there. Not yet. The last I heard was the last that you heard, uh, when you interviewed Renee that she was working on. The uh, last four, uh, I've had the first of the last four for probably, I don't know, a year or more. Um, but she was working on the remaining three. But the last I know is that she was working on them, and I have not seen them yet. So I cannot say anything else about that. Okay. Um, let's see. I think that about covers stuff. Um, I will give you guys. <laughs> What's that? Now we have the things. Now we have stuff the things. Okay, that's the stuff. We'll talk about the things. I know there'll be other things talked about in the main part of TWIP, but as I give everybody the opportunity, is there stuff you would like to promote that you can talk about? I don't think so. We have a writing blog. I don't know if we've ever mentioned that on the show. We don't. Well, sometimes we talk about writing, and sometimes it's just our ridiculous texts that we send back and forth to each other. Yeah. And sometimes you can... it's about handshaking. <laughs> yes, with certain interview guests. Um, and you can find that at writertypepeople.tumblr.com. Um, outside of that, I don't think there's much else that we can mention at the moment or that would be relevant to anything. I mean, like we said, we just, we just this year we wrote a television pilot script, we wrote a screenplay, and, you know, but that's not something that you can go find anywhere yeah, online or anything. Really. So uh, there's not really anything else uh with that you could access or what have you as so, far as i know okay so you you've written this pilot mm-hmm. i take it it's not just a show about nothing and because i gotta get my seinfeld thing in there <laughs> yes um <laughs> what happens now with that for you guys uh we try to get a manager which is what you do after you uh send any of this stuff out so that they can try to send it to production companies and make a sale or get you writing assignments based on the work that you have in the script. Because a lot of times people will be like, oh, we loved your writing, but this isn't the right project for us, or it's out of our budget, or it's the wrong genre, or whatever, but we like your writing. How about you write this other thing we have, or you do a revision on this script that we've already bought that we want fixed up, or et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of uh, uh, screenwriting is done that way, and a lot of it's even uncredited, but you get paid. Um, so, Or we can also submit the pilot as something that could be adapted into a comic. Yeah, it could be, uh, although the problem with the pilot is we've recently discovered that there are two other pilots, I think, that are already out there circulating among production companies that are based on the same thing. And Which a, happens to us, like, all the time. And there's a comic book that uh, I think Dark Horse is developing that is also very similar. And um, this is what's known as parallel development. It's like how... Um, you it's know. like seriously like a thing that happens like there's this psychic cloud out there that people pull <laughs> ideas from and we all do it at the same time it happens constantly the uh, yeah it, yes right 
Seriously. And so, um, yeah, and so that might not go anywhere, but the good news about it is that it's still a great writing sample, so it can still get you writing assignments, and all of the characters that we created in it that are really great, we put all this great work into, we could always just take out and repurpose for a different pilot, so all that well, work isn't wasted. And for television pilots nowadays, um, they prefer them to use them as writing samples to yeah. get staffed on television shows, too, right. so... So, you yeah. know, um, the, the, yeah, we've got a, a manager we've been talking to about stuff, so hopefully he likes the new screenplay, and we'll see where that goes. But, yeah, um, yeah that's what you do, basically. You just keep writing more and more new stuff until you find the thing that makes somebody bite. This is why we're busy. It gets you more work. <laughs> and that's part of why. There's a lot of other stuff, too, that we can't Because really... you have to be like, we have more stuff. All the stuff. Yeah. We have all of it. Yeah. All the things you ever wanted, and you just keep <laughs> writing them. Yes. Yep. Alrighty then, and where can people find you online? I mean, other than www.penandaudio.com. Yes. Um, I am on Twitter, but I don't remember my handle. I think it's just Jeffrey Bridges on Twitter. Because some guy took Jeff Bridges. I don't know. He's like, it says he's got Oscars or whatever. Yeah, whatever that guy. <laughs> I don't know if I buy it, though. Making that stuff up. And I'm at Susan L. Bridges. Are you? On, on the Twitters. I just checked, so I know. Oh, yes, I am at Jeffrey Bridges. So there you go. Yep, there you are. Yep. You may follow me there if you like to hear my weird ramblings. Cool. And on uh, Facebook? I am on Facebook, but I generally don't add people that I don't already know. Because I before, I used to just be like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, I'll add everybody. And then I see all these people popping up, and I'm like, I don't even know who you are. Mm -hmm. And it gets a little <laughs> confusing. So uh, it's not quite a problem on Twitter because, I don't know, Twitter and Facebook are very different that way. So um, if people want to get in touch with me, you know, might, uh, you can get in touch with me through the Pendant website or, or Twitter is really the best way. Yeah. I don't I'm, even like Facebook anyway. I'm on anyway. Facebook too, but it's mostly for, like, my mom. <laughs> like, if I want my family to know something, I put it on Facebook and I put everything else horrible and dirty on Twitter. So Twitter's the place to be. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, folks, you guys can find me on Twitter at JG underscore QA or on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B dot five zero three six. Guys, holy cow, 50 episodes of TWIP. Ten years of pendant. Oh my I God, know. Have I really been listening for almost? Because you guys were on for a while before I found you. Oh my God, that's a long time. It really is. We're all getting old together. Stop it! We're not old. We're never old. Stop it! When I first started listening to pendant, um, <laughs> stay tuned, folks, because quick audio is great, and that's coming in February. Yeah. And uh, next year there'll be more Henderson and Haviter, and there's some other. Really cool stuff that we'll tell you about as soon as we can. Yes. Like, really cool you don't even know. Shh. What? I said it was really cool. Don't jinx it. I'm not. Okay. Uh, Hopefully we find out really soon because you guys have been teasing this for a really long time. <laughs> I know. We're awful. Or at yeah. least it just seems like a really long time. <laughs> guys, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for all the stuff you've been putting out all these years. I know I have thoroughly enjoyed all of it. Well, that's why we do it. So, hooray! Hooray! And this is a little meta, but we're going to send this back to you guys. Oh, I hate those guys. Those guys? Ugh. Ugh. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview is over. Hey, can you believe those interview guests? They said we were awful when they yeah. threw it back to us. How dare they? Yep. Yeah, we should say something to those people. You should say some announcements about episodes. I was going to. Your segue's terrible. Quiet. <laughs> I've only had it for a day. I'm not great at driving it yet. I said quiet. Ah. What? My segue. Uh, that's... Oh, God. Ah. I apologize for him. I'm only the 10,000th person to please make stop. that joke. Please stop. Please. <laughs> Going out Wednesday, November 5th. <laughs>
I can't even read. You're like waving the thing around. I didn't wave anything anywhere. Season seven, episode <laughs> seven of the Kingery. Are appropriate you sure? Kingery intro is appropriate. <laughs> Memory file transfer in process. Please do not remove client from pod or shut down the transfer systems until after this procedure has been completed. Next time on the Kingery. I need your help, Tommy. What makes you think I could help with this? Well, it's only fair of me to assume that your missing people might have something to do with the developments in this breakthrough, right? They put together the first viable clone, and it just stands to reason that they are working with SOS. Willingly or not, now look, I think you know them best and would be able to end this quickly. Quickly and as quietly as possible, I assume. Yeah, well, you know, while I'd normally prefer that, it's kind of negotiable at this point. And you know damn well that I'm willing to make it worth your while. Money can't buy this sort of thing, Commandant. You know, if we don't care what she thinks or wants, why are we working so hard to give it to her? Tithia, I think Mr. Hooks and I both agree that... If it meant you were unharmed, we'd do anything she asked us to do. Are you serious? Okay, that's just stupid, okay? Has it occurred to you that this is a no-win situation? I mean, once she gets what she wants from us, we're space dust. Only at PendantAudio.com Joy, I look forward to the vomiting my near future. Coming out Wednesday, November 12th, The Pen and Shakespeare, Julius Caesar, Act 1. At the dawn of a new golden age, the seeds of conspiracy take root. Caesar! Huh? Who calls? Bid every noise be still, peace yet again. Who is it in the press that calls on me? I hear a tongue shriller than all the music cries, Caesar. Speak. Caesar is turned to hear. Beware the Ides of March. What man is that? A soothsayer bids you beware the Ides of March. Set him before me. Let me see his face. Fellow, come from the throng. Look upon Caesar. What sayest thou to me now? Speak, once again. Beware. The Ides of March. He is a dreamer. Let us leave him. Pass. Into what dangers would you lead me, Cassius? That you would have me seek it to myself for that which is not in me. Brutus and Caesar. What should be in that Caesar? Why should that name be sounded more than yours? Write them together. Yours is as fair a name. Sound them. It doth become the mouth as well. Weigh them, it is as heavy. Conjure with them, Brutus will start a spirit as soon as Caesar. What you have said I will consider. What you will have to say I will with patience hear. To find a time both meet to hear and answer such high things. Till then, my noble friend, chew upon this. Brutus had rather be a villager than to repute himself a son of Rome under these hard conditions as this time is like to lay upon us. I am glad that my weak words have struck but thus much show of fire from Brutus. Pendant Productions proudly presents The Political Tragedy of Julius Caesar, premiering on November 12th, 2014. Come, Casca, you and I will yet ere day see Brutus at his house. Three parts of him is ours already, and the man entire upon the next encounter yields him ours. Only at Pendant Audio. La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> That's all we've got for Twip Fitty. So. That's it. Hugs all around. Hugs? Yep. Well, okay. Just so close. So much togetherness. Hugs. Hugs. Whoa, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. We just got texts from Anna Rodriguez. What are you doing, Anna? Don't you know we're recording a twip here? 
Tabula Rasa director Anna Rodriguez. How dare you? Oh, well, it's to prove Colin wrong about Seinfeld, so I'll allow it. This is completely necessary. We must respond as soon as possible. So, um, be sure. <laughs> right. Uh, everyone's like, what the hell are they talking about? I'm sorry. We'll shut up now. Be sure to stop by the website at pendantaudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant, the Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendantaudio, the Twitter feed at twitter.com slash pendantweb, and the Tumblr pendantaudio.tumblr.com. No one understood a word when I said. I don't. You know what? This is Susan Bridges. We'll see you back here in two weeks. Fine. I think. Or is it three? You want me to say it again? I think it's two. This is still Susan Bridges. This is still Jeffrey Bridges. Huh. Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, no, what's going Don't on? Don't be snarky to our fans. They're nice people. I'm not being snarky to our fans. Yes, I'm are. being snarky to you. Yeah, well, no. You said thanks for listening. You're talking to everybody. But I'm directing it at you. Yeah, but no one sees that. What the hell kind of Twip 50 is this? It's some crap. Did you just burp while talking? Yes. <laughs> now that's a Twip 50. I'm sorry. We don't rehearse on this show, and I think it shows. This is a highly professional production. That's right, we're all together hugging you all. I don't even know what that is, but okay.